everybody. Hi, Welcome everybody. to Thinks We Hate It. I'm Mickey Atkins. I'm Hannah Lehman. And this is episode and you're here with us. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. 12. Yay! I'm so excited that you guys came to join us today. Um, we have a juicy episode for you. Oh boy, do we. You guys should all grab a cup of coffee, grab some tea, yes. grab some alcohol, whatever you want to drink, mm-hmm. and no cozy up or sunbathe wherever you are in the world, <laughs> <laughs> whatever the weather yeah. is, some and time. get listening. So how mm-hmm. are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm okay. All I yeah. can think about, I'm going to the beach next weekend, Ooh. and um, by the time this comes out... Oh, no, that will be. I won't say which beach. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Yeah, it does it. But I'm going uh, on a little vacation for a few nights. Uh, nice. And Winnie's barking right on cue. And I'm meeting a bunch of friends. It's like a group oh, of nine fun. of us are going. And I'm just. Wow, that's a lot of people, Hannah. So oh excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. And it's like all I could think about. Like, I'm still working away. Aww, um, yeah. You'd be so proud of me. I filmed three videos in a row the other day, which, as you know, I am My, not the queen of batch I filming. No, no, you're really not. <laughs> wow. So, look at you. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. So I am like Damn. getting stuff done. Mm-hmm. It's just that, you know, when your head, when you're excited for something, your head is oh, there yes. all the time. Yes. So that's, yeah, and you like my can't head is at focus. Yes, yes. That's fair. My head's at the beach. My body is here. So um, fair enough. it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Um, and how else am I doing? I bought, oh, <laughs> stupidest update ever. What? I bought a water flosser. I don't know mm-hmm. why I really wanted to share that, but I don't know if you've ever tried a water flosser before. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh my God. Has your life been changed? yes like i okay i'm a good flosser i floss my teeth almost every single night like i am very adamant about flossing sometimes i miss a few days but like i am a very i am very into my oral hygiene (laughs) so now i can floss and use my water flosser and it's like my teeth have never been so clean (laughs) what you're flossing (laughs) regularly and using a water pick that's i mean wild Maybe not every night, but maybe double up when I want my breath I mean, to smell I, extra good. I love that for you. I just – the reason that we have a water pick is because – well, first of all, Aaron and I both have permanent retainers because we had braces when we were kids. Me too. Um, yeah. And so if you if you know, you know. Trying to floss yeah. between a permanent retainer sucks. Um, but also because the water flosser is just easier for me to use, um, as opposed to like regular floss. Um, although I will say I have started using floss picks, like the little, like little Mm -hmm. plasticky things, which I I can't stand those. I know they're bad for the environment. Leave me alone. I have ADHD and I'm terrible at remembering things. And so if I have single use products. Oh, I'm concerned about that. Oh, not not you, but Regular dental floss. I know other people. Regular dental floss is bad for the environment too. It is. Uh, Yes. But I can't stand those. They always like get loose and then it never, I can't oh, I make love them, them work. I love and then them. I always like stab myself in the gums somehow with them. But oh. yeah, I understand. Yeah. You yeah. Know, do what you got to do. Do what works. That's what I'm saying. I, wh- one of the things that changed my life um, was buying single use or like single day contact lenses because oh. I used to leave them in. Hannah, th- 
Don't fucking judge me in the comments. Don't fucking come for me. I used to leave my contact lenses in for months at a time. (gasps) (laughs) I would just not take them out. Without taking them out? Mm -hmm. I would just go to sleep, wake up, go to sleep, wake up. I literally, I have no ADHD thing I've ever heard. I was like, I don't need to get LASIK. It's basically like I have LASIK. Don't, for the record, don't fucking do that. It is so dangerous. You can suffocate your eyeballs. You can hurt your cornea. You can get wicked infections. It is literally, yes, it is literally an act of God. (laughs) It didn't have anything bad happen to me because I did that for a long time. I didn't Um, even know you needed glasses. mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't even know you wore contacts. I am like so visually impaired. <laughs> like it's real bad. Um, I have spent several days in a row with you and I have never. <laughs> because okay. I just, I also prefer wearing contacts. I really don't like glasses. They're very sure. disorienting to me. Um, I'll wear them sure. every now and again if my eyes need a break. But generally speaking, I prefer yeah. contacts. But I eventually got to a place my eye doctor was like, you can't keep doing this. Like, this is so dangerous. And so they were like, yeah. do you want to try dailies? And I was like, I don't know. And I talked to Aaron about it. And he was like, who gives a fuck if it's bad for the environment, Mickey? Like, just do it. Because like other – like Over the other, losing your eyesight. Yes. Yeah. He was like, the other option is like endangering your eyeballs. And so I was like, okay, fine. Yes. But I tried that and it's life-changing. Now I just buy a year's worth of dailies once a year, which is a lot of contacts and it is a little bit expensive. But for I real, like – I have a question. What? <laughs> why is it easier for you to change them daily? Yeah. Like why can you suddenly change them daily – when they're disposable, so, but the problem was that you couldn't do that with the non-disposable. The problem is that the way that my ADHD brain works is uh-huh. my – like the the bulk of my issue that I have with my ADHD is task organization. So okay. when you – like if you wake up in the morning and you have like roughly speaking a, a to-do list in your head, right? You know that you have like five to eight things that you need to accomplish, right? To me – what happens is that all those five to eight things all have sub steps or like sub um, tasks that need to get accomplished before you right. can do that. And so right. I have a really hard time organizing all of that in my brain to make the most logical sense. And so especially okay. if like, for example, this shows up a lot when I clean my house. If I know that I need to clean the toilets, put the dishes away, clean the floors and like do laundry – I will get very, very frustrated with trying to organize those tasks in a chronological way that makes the most sense and that doesn't require me to traipse back and forth and back and forth across the house. But if there are subtasks, like I've talked about this on my channel before, but like for doing laundry, if I have to take the lint out of the lint trap before I put stuff in the dryer, that's very overwhelming to me. Because now it's like an extra task that I'm like – like I have to take the lint out of here but then it's not just taking the lint out of there I have to take the lint out I have to take it off the screen and then I have to put the lint in the trash can which requires me to walk across the thing to put the thing in the the trash can and then to come back and then to put the lint screen back in and then but also too by the time that I've walked across the house to throw the lint away then like I just saw a stray piece of paper that needs to go in the trash can and the dogs need to go outside and I just remembered that I haven't peed in eight hours and then the laundry doesn't get done so like it's very overwhelming to me yeah. So the okay. problem that I had with contact lenses was that if at the end of the day I have to take them out, grab my contact solution, put them in the thing, make sure that they're in the correct like left and right eye because I have different prescriptions for both eyes, close them up, uh, put the contact solution away, and then go right. to bed. It's not right. happening. 
It's too overwhelming. Okay. Because also I can't remember to do that and change my clothes, brush my teeth, right. wash my face, take the dogs to go to the bathroom, take all the pillows off the bed, turn the lights off, turn the fan on. It's all too much. Yeah. <laughs> so overwhelming yeah. to my poor little brain. So the so the dailies, you just have to take them out and throw them away then. Yep. Yep. There's one task. Uh, just take them out and throw them in the trash can. And that's it. Isn't that funny? It is. And it's so interesting because you've just assured me 100% that I do not have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, everybody's ADHD does look different. I, um, I know. My, my brain's a little chaotic, like but like, I because I actually, I know a lot of people with ADHD watch videos on YouTube, like about AD, like your videos on how to, yeah. on how to help yourself. Winnie will not stop licking my hands. I don't know if you can see this, but she's no. like. It's really oh. like I'm letting her, but it's giving me the major ick. Yeah, it's, it's that's the worst. So slimy, but I let her because she loves me so freaking much. The and I have watched like I've been really curious to know like what what it's like to have ADHD. Yeah, because I have people in my family with it and everything. So I yeah. will watch those like simulation videos oh, that people yeah. make, like what my brain feels like in mm -hmm. the morning when I have ADHD. Yes, and it starts. It's so interesting because what you described, I know it's different for everybody, but it has themes, right? Because the person, the the simulation I watched was a person going down to be like, okay, I need to eat breakfast. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to eat breakfast. I'm going to eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. The dishwasher's full. There's no dishes to eat breakfast with. Yes. And opens the dishwasher, but sees something on the fridge, a note yep. to yourself on the fridge. So completely forgets the dishwasher. And yep. before you know it, it's 45 minutes later, you have a whole list of things that you told your brain you need to do, but you haven't eaten. Yes. And literally you need to fucking eat breakfast. Yes. And you yeah. can't do it. Mm -hmm. And that is so... Like, I do get, like, um, just, like, I do that thing where, like, if I see something on the way to doing something else, I will sometimes start a different task. Yeah. But organizing tasks for me is not, I don't, I, I don't, I, I will. So nice. I, I know. I can focus on, like, if I need to eat all, like, if I start to get distracted, my brain has the ability to stop myself and be, like, eat first yeah. and do this, you no. know? And I. That's wild Yeah. And it's so interesting that I love knowing stuff like that. I love knowing what it's like to to feel yeah. like that, you know, because it's like I I can I can I don't suffer from depression, but I can um, I have had real depression when something has actually happened. Yeah, like depressive and episodes. Yes. Like uh, my health depression was a big one. Like yeah. that was yeah. as bad as it's ever gotten. And it's like then I'm able to say like to myself, I'm like when I'm out of it, I'm like, there's people that feel like this all the time. You know, it makes me so empathetic for, her. yeah. And so, but I can't do that with ADHD. <clears throat> like you don't get, you know what I mean? No. So, yeah. Isn't that funny anyway. though, how all of our brains, like we're all living our own very unique experiences inside of our little heads. Isn't that cool? So bananas. I, think it's neat. I love it. It is really cool. And then you've heard of people like there's um this thing that's come out recently, like it's been a trending topic in the past couple of years of people mm -hmm. that don't have an internal monologue. Which like, is they, wild that's, to me. I don't I don't know if I do or not, but I must because I talk to like you're talking that's yes. like you yeah. your internal monologue is talking to yourself in your brain, mm -hmm. right? Like saying, I yes. need to do this, don't do that. And some people are saying they literally don't have that. Is that what it, is that what it, what? Yeah. <laughs> 
which is I just... I want to know what that's like. But also, too, that sounds so peaceful. Like, my inner monologue never right. shuts the fuck up. And I would just like right. for her to fucking can it for, like, five minutes. Five minutes. It's so nice. But then it's just have like, some fucking what? peace and quiet. But I don't know if it is peace and quiet. I think they... Because they're still having thoughts. Yeah. But it's like, are the thoughts in picture form instead of... I don't know. Word well, that's it? also a thing that some people can't picture things in their mind. Like for some right. people actually trying to draw up a picture of what something looks like is not a thing right. that you can do, which right. is crazy to me. Like how? It's like, like why? Or like I bet there's people that can't um, imagine somebody's voice. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm thinking about you or something you said, I, you know, it's like your voice in my head. Like yeah. I could hear you say it or my mom say it. Yeah. And I wonder if people have that where they like cannot visualize that stuff. Brains yeah. are so weird. I know. You'll never I love them. like I took that neuro uh not neurodiver I did take a neurodiversity class in college, but I also took a neuroscience class mm-hmm. in my psychology degree. Yeah. And it was the hardest class of all time, but it was the most <laughs> fascinating class I've ever taken in my yeah. life. Yeah. It's cool. I don't the average person has no idea how complex the brain is. Yes. It's actually just bananas wild yeah 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 all right anywho's do we want to get into this week's episode let's get into it i think mickey's starting us off today can you i'm really really excited to hear about this even though like i know you're stressed so i don't stress i'm sad that you're stressed but i'm also really excited because i don't know barely anything about this and i know i should be paying more attention but i would love to know like um i'm very curious to know how this is affecting you Mm -hmm. directly so much so please take it away so i am talking today about uh, generally all of the strikes going on but specifically because when we're recording this um very recently SAG-AFTRA which is the union for actors in Hollywood that union declared a strike on I think it's AMPTP which is like the so AMPTP is like this alliance of studios for like most of the main mainstream like movies and and like media that we consume so that's like warner brothers studios sony pictures paramount um also underneath disney obviously also underneath there are like netflix and hulu and like all of the major streaming platforms and all of Mm -hmm. that stuff and so those people are the ones obviously who pay actors set people producers all of the people that are required to turn you know, like an idea into a fucking movie or a TV series or whatever, right? So AMPTP um, has not been paying actors and all of the other people um, a fair wage and like negotiating their contracts with them. So most people I think are probably aware that the Writers Guild is on strike also. That happened a little while ago. That one I was aware of. Yeah. Well, and I think for a lot of people, that one's like easier to wrap our heads around because like I yeah. like dur- I think it was 2008 was the last yeah. Writers Guild mm-hmm. strike. Um, and that was when we had this big burst in reality TV because there were no writers to write shows. Um, so all of the networks and the studios. I that. That's so true. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. To try and deal with the strike and continue to line their pockets, the studios just yeah. pivoted into making a lot of reality TV. So that's yeah. why we have so much of that content now. But it's notable that WGA and SAG-AFTRA are striking at the same time because this is the first time that this has happened in a very long time. So what's happening, basically, if you're not aware. Um, also, did you know that Fran from Fran Drescher from The Nanny. Do you remember that show, The Uh Nanny? She is the the president 
of the SAG AFTRA union. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know Love that her, either. I yeah, know. I've always loved her. She's, she is, she's a queen. She is such a passionate and empowered speaker. Yeah. She gave a speech after the union declared so their cool. strike, and she is so inspiring. She could rally me to like start punching people on the street if she wanted to. Like, I love her so much. So generally speaking, what's going on then is that the Writers Guild of America and the Screen Actors Guild, both of those unions are on strike at the same time, meaning okay. that for AMPTP, which is the big alliance of all the major studios, they are having a time. Okay. That means basically that everything has ground to a halt. So there's no more production on like all of our favorite shows and and movies and stuff that was supposed to come out. Um, Stranger Things 4 is getting postponed. The Last of Us is getting postponed until like 2025, I think, or 2026, they said. I think it's Stranger Things 5. I think 4 came out already. Oh, thank you. No, um, I don't care, but somebody will correct you yeah. and be mad about it in the comments. No, so. That's true. <laughs> I feel like there's so many of them, it's hard to keep track. Um, the la- oh, I'm but, so sad. The one I'm sad about is Yellow Jackets. I just yeah. finished Yellow, the, the second season of Yellow Jackets, and I'm I've obsessed. I've seen a lot of people upset about that, too. With that, oh, I'm so just selfishly. Okay, sorry. Before you continue, so yeah. the, so the um, SAG, mm-hmm. so that's like literally the actors, like yes. the A-list actors in Hollywood. Like Jennifer Lawrence sort is of. like part of this protest? Yes. Or it's the However, extras and like... So it's everybody. So anybody okay. who has ever... so. The thing about SAG that's important to remember is that it does encompass big A-list celebrities like Jennifer Lawrence and, I don't know, like Robert Downey Jr. or, I don't know. Yeah. I'm bad with celebrities. (laughs) But, like, yeah, yeah, those people, right? Yeah. But it also is a union for all of the other actors who are doing small work that are doing, like, little roles and all of this other stuff, right? So SAG-AFTRA has a membership of, like, 160,000 people, the vast majority of which are, like, working-class people who are just trying to pay their bills. They, like, obviously the big-name celebrities showing up and, like, being on the picket line and posting about it on social media is important to help draw awareness for the thing. But the strike didn't happen because Jennifer Lawrence was like, I want to make six million more dollars every time I make a movie. They're doing this because there's a lot of things that the union has tried to get AMPTP to negotiate on over the last couple of years that the studios just basically said like double fuck you I'm not I'm not doing anything um okay. stuff like you should stop paying the actors weeks and weeks uh like late or like later than you said that you would and like we want our residuals to be more than like zero cents per episode and 20 cents per episode and like all of this stuff um do you know who Kimiko all Glenn- very reasonable things yes yeah do you know who Kimiko Glenn is mm-hmm She's an actress. She was in Orange is the New Black, but she's been posting a lot on social media about her residuals and showing people the actual breakdown. And like yeah. for several episodes, she gets paid like zero dollars and zero cents. Or like some actors get a negative balance on their residuals for those episodes getting paid. <laughs> I don't even know how that's possible. Yeah. So that's happening to like regular ass working class people. And so that's why the strike was called. I did hear too that they are also trying to implement this is like down the road and I don't think this is the same issue, but it's a separate mm-hmm. similar issue yeah. they're also trying to implement um actors an ai version of actors yes. mm-hmm. of the background actors and yeah. stuff and having them sign off on their image to yes. be used for forever yes yeah and, and so that is some i don't know if you watch black mirror but that is some yeah. real black mirror shit yes right there. there's an and- episode 
devoted to have you do you watch black mirror i have seen i think like two episodes it scares okay. me it just it does I, the thing scary. that horror movies do to yeah. me where it's just it's like too much it's, same no, thing with the handmaid's those, tale where it's like dude it's too real i don't want to watch it i you know what i do for a living on my main channel and mm-hmm. black some episodes of black mirror legitimately creep me out i still yes. have there's one episode i cannot watch ever again because it scared me so much mm. like i get it yeah um but this episode that came out like literally the episode is about how this girl when she signed up for her netflix account mm-hmm. she didn't realize it wasn't it's net it's not netflix it's streamberry on the show but yeah. it's it's a spoof of Netflix. Yeah. Um, she didn't realize that she signed off in the terms of service that they have the right to make AI versions of her for other shows. Ew. And it's it was like because nobody reads hundreds yes. of pages of terms of service yeah, and yeah, you're yeah, signing yeah. off on your own identity. Like very much mm. like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that like that was another big thing too is that like background actors and other like small people on set are just getting shit right. on. Um, and so SAG after was like, fuck you. You can't do that anymore. <laughs> Um, yeah. we don't, we don't want to do that. So they met with the big alliance of studios and tried to negotiate some stuff. They have actually, SAG has released a document outlining what the studio's responses were to some of their asks. And it's so fucking upsetting. A lot of the stuff that they were negotiating was like not a tall order. Like it's really not a big ask. And the studios just outright rejected like most of what SAG asked for. Yeah, it sucks. So if I can find it, I will link it in the description for the video so that you guys can see it. But it sucks. It's just very much the like capitalism doing the thing that capitalism does, you know, like trying to disenfranchise the working class while making money off of their backs. And it just like sucks, you know? So SAG-AFTRA and WGA are striking at the same time. Also notably is that UPS might be going on strike soon. Um, uh Uh-huh. Yeah, which that is... That would suck. Yes, that is a big deal. There also is, like, rumors that... I can't remember the acronym for Broadway, the Broadway Union, but they might uh-huh. also be striking because <laughs> yeah. there's, like, a difference in the types of contracts. It's it's all very messy and confusing. But generally speaking, um, entertainment as we know it has kind of uh, skidded to a halt because no new stuff yeah. is being made. So the reason that this affects influencers and namely me, <laughs> the reason that I'm stressed about it is because what's happening already, it's literally only been a couple of days. What's already happening is that because SAG declared this strike, it means that actors, any union actor is like forbidden from obviously acting, taking new gigs, doing that kind of stuff. Um, it encompasses a whole bunch of different types of media, like any like uh, motion capture stuff and actual acting and puppeteering, just like all of the things, right? But also they're forbidden from doing promotion for any projects that have already been completed. They're forbidden from like doing um, certain types of auditions and stuff, like auditioning for new productions and like like basically anything that's related to the production of media for these studios, you're not allowed to do. You look confused. I'm a little confused. Okay, Sorry. Why? What's going on? Yeah. So the so the actors mm-hmm. based on their the rules that are in place now mm-hmm. or based on okay. Because wait, but they are a union, right? Yes. 
the Screen Actors Guild is a union already. Yes. yes. And they're asking for things, but they have, but they can go on strike more easily because they're a union. Yes. That's my understanding is that like, that's what unions are for so that workers can protect each other and they have an organization yes. to yeah. fight back uh, when something is yeah. unethical. So, but the way it is now, they're not like, uh, say Joey Smith is a waiter, but he's also uh extra on the walking dead or whatever yeah he's not allowed to work. do all these things that you're saying he's not allowed to work yeah but why i don't get why they're saying why the production companies are saying they can't do these things the production company's not it's the union that's saying you're not allowed to work basically so the way that oh this, okay i got it mixed up Sorry. yeah the way that this works basically is that the union has declared a strike meaning we are holding our labor hostage because right. you the studios are refusing to negotiate with us about giving us a fair contract and fair wages right. we're not working for you anymore so you can eat our ass okay. good luck making a movie when you have no fucking actors the reason that this okay. is so important yes. is because sag has obviously a lot of people in the union and so when they did they're this not strike. going to work. Yes. They're not showing up. Just like yes. a strike at another company or at yes. fast food companies. They're, yes. They're just straight up nobody showing up. They're all banding yes. together and not yes. showing up. And, and the union is saying, don't do this, this, or this as part of the strike. Well, yes. Yeah. So the, the reason that people are not showing up to work or working is because the union declared a strike. If you yes. – so. What yes. happens when a strike I'm so is, sorry, you guys. No, you're, <laughs> Everybody probably thinks I'm so stupid for not getting... Um, to be fair, unions are like not a thing that a lot of us have familiarity with yeah. because they have been largely squashed by uh, right. capitalism and large corporations. So it's a fair question. Right. But if you want to continue to be a union member, so like if you're a member of SAG now, even if you're a small actor, right, and you want right. to continue to be a union member and reap the benefits of being in a union, you can't do any of the things that SAG says that you're not allowed to do right now, which includes most forms of okay. work. The reason right. that this is important is because when people cross a picket line as union members or as non-union members, it undermines the strike, right? If the studios are able to manipulate either union members or non-union members into working for them and they continue to make money during the strike, then the strike is useless. The strike means nothing. Right. It undermines the purpose of it. Um, and we're not going to get yes. any meaningful resolution for a lot longer because the studio is like, why would I negotiate with you when I can get these people to do the things that you're not doing, yes. right? This it is only why... works if everybody protests. Yes, this is why okay, crossing question. a picket line sucks. So Jennifer Lawrence, for again, just as an example, because everybody yeah. knows who she is. Um, yeah. if she, say, I, I think she probably is a SAG member, mm -hmm. but okay, so she's in SAG. So she, if she wants to stay in the union, she is not allowed to work right now. She's Correct. not allowed to accept jobs, yep. go to work because, it, but if she does, she technically could, but she would lose her union benefits and lose being part, she would not be part of SAG anymore. So yes, but also the union can fine you <laughs> for uh, crossing oh. the picket line if you're a union member. So not only is it a shitty thing to do. I don't blame do, them for that, but yeah, it would just be shitty to do. Yeah, yeah. It's a shitty thing to okay. do. It's like not an integrity move. Uh, but also what will happen is because the union basically controls the means of production, sort of. The union is like the stronghold for all of the major actors. Right. Like anybody who's anybody is in SAG if you're an actor, right? They will also blackball you. 
from joining the union. So if Jennifer Lawrence crossed the picket line right now and took on a new job for a production that's being put on by AMPTP, she would get blackballed from the union. She'd get kicked out and blackballed from joining in the future, meaning okay. that she has no union protection. She has no she would right. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is So they're motivated to, to yes. follow. Yeah, the strike too. It's a really big deal to cross a picket line, especially if you're a union member. Okay. Um, because again, it's it's a shitty fucking thing to do, but also because there are like actual real life consequences right. for doing that. So the reason that okay. this affects okay. influencers, people like you and me, is because yeah. SAG-AFTRA released a lot of uh, frequently asked question lists to sort of outline like. What are the limitations? What are you allowed to do? What are you not allowed to do for union members? But also for non-union members um, and for influencers specifically. Because what's happening right now is that studios, knowing that they can't hire union actors, are reaching out to influencers and offering them oh. ungodly fucking amounts of money to fill the gap that has been left by the union being on strike. Um, and some I influencers that, are actually yeah. taking the money, which is so funny. Why did I up. think of James Charles immediately? <laughs> <laughs> that was my first thought. Is that James Charles probably went. Uh, yeah, so there is a term. It's a very old term. It dates back to like the 1800s. Um, there's a, a label for people who cross picket lines. You get called a scab. Um, or it's called scabbing, <laughs> which is a you terrible You kind of deserve name. it, though. Yes. Um, and so what's happening right now is that uh, some influencers are actually taking the money that studios are offering. But to go be actors, though? Yes. Well, and also to promote. No acting experience. Well, and to promote projects that don't have right. any promoters anymore. Because like, like the Barbie movie, for example. Right. I am so fucking mad because i, I yeah. <laughs> you know i am obsessed we were, yes we were really excited about the barbie movie um we and are. i was planning on talking about it here and making a main channel video about it because i think it's just yeah. such an important conversation about like this turning point in culture and feminism yeah. and like yeah. queer identity just all the things right um yeah. but i'm not making that video anymore because technically that would be considered promotional material for oh. that um production and like i like i have no interest in being an actor i don't want to join any no. of the unions at any point i don't really it wouldn't affect me to get blackballed but like that right. sucks that's a shitty fucking thing to do and also just like as a vehement anti-capitalist like miss me right. with that <laughs> but yeah the reason that this is noteworthy is because there is kind of a gray area um okay. with like media commentary and criticism and critique and stuff because like I was reading a variety write-up and movie critics aren't on strike so movie critics um in theory yeah. I don't know what SAG's official position is I literally emailed them to ask but SAG's yeah. official position on this like we don't really know what it is but movie critics right now I think are continuing to do their job which is their you know thing. critique movies right but like it's unclear what category that would fall under for influencers who yeah. make media commentary like myself. Um, yeah. Because like making a video about the Barbie movie and talking about how much I love it and how excited I am, like that's very much promo for that movie, mm -hmm. right? Um, mm -hmm. And SAG was very clear. They released this FAQ wow. saying like, not only are we discouraging influencers from taking paid deals with these studios, but it doesn't matter if the content is paid or not we're asking that influencers just not promote any of these projects generally oh. even if it's organic even if it's like as a fan because it still serves the purpose of like 
you know, doing the thing that actors would normally do. Good thing that podcast episode that we made, because we made a whole podcast episode talking about this movie and it happened to not, maybe that was fate. I think it was. (laughs) We would have had to like do something. Mickey wasn't recording and we had to redo. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, And we decided not to do it. So. But the other thing that's important to note, though, is that like as consumers, we're not supposed to be boycotting anything. Right. I'm going to put a a link in the description for the SAG-AFTRA like on strike FAQs in case you guys have questions about it. Um, But they're not calling for a consumer boycott right now. The, The brief for us as like just consumers of media is not to go out. Don't cancel your subscriptions for stuff. Don't avoid going to see stuff. From my understanding, some of the people that I follow on TikTok have been talking about how part of the rejection that studios have offered um, for like why we can't pay an appropriate amount for residuals is because like streaming is so volatile. Like what if people cancel their memberships? And then like, what if it would bankrupt us to pay you appropriate residuals, blah, blah, blah. So people canceling their memberships and stuff might actually just further uh, support their agenda, that shitty argument, which is not true. But yeah, so we're not supposed to be boycotting media. Like I am still going to go see the Barbie movie uh, because I am obsessed with it. But yeah, the frustrating thing is that There are some influencers who are taking that money and like in the word for it is scabbing um, and just like promoting this stuff and like, you know, doing all of this stuff that like you're really not supposed to be, which undermines influencers that are doing it. Yes, but I I don't know if I want to name them because also too, for what it's worth. I just feel like, isn't it public information? (laughs) Yes. But in fairness, um, one of the other things that is in this long document about what's allowed and what's not allowed right now is that anyone who has already signed a contract and is contractually obligated to complete something um, is not necessarily obligated to stop working on that. So it's confusing and like I don't particularly understand but like for example some of the influencers that i've seen like i don't know what the status of their contractual obligation oh, is to like right. complete a thing that they agreed to like promote. if they're stuck and they yes. didn't know yeah because also i think yeah. like you and i are both very familiar with what it's like <laughs> to end up to in a situation stuck. right yeah where like contractually where you're, like, you're oh, obligated crap. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And like maybe it's not the choice that you would have made, but you signed the contract and so you're doing it now, you know? Yeah. So it's just a So it's affecting you because now it's like affecting the content you can and can't make. Yes. Well, and because also too, like I don't want to step over um, like a literal right. and figurative line um, in accidentally promoting material that like it would undermine the strike, you know, but like a lot of the content that I make on my channel is talking about uh, the misrepresentations of therapy and mental health Mm -hmm. in media. Like I had a live stream Mm -hmm. planned for this month to talk about the queer ultimatum because people have been demanding (laughs) that I make it. My patrons voted for it. And now I'm like, I don't know. Like, does that count? Because like, I'm very between a rock and a hard place. I'm a very critical person of Netflix and like their institution. Mm -hmm. But also I think it is disingenuous to say that me talking about it doesn't bring attention to the media or potentially encourage people to watch it. Right. 
Right. But then also on the other hand, me streaming it for that. like a couple hundred people to watch all together is the antithesis to what Netflix wants, right? With their password sharing bullshit right. or whatever. So I'm like, That's, they don't I like don't know. That. Right. Like it, it fucking could be either. That's why I emailed SAG and I was like, listen, I just sent them a very professional email being like, hi, like I want to support your cause. I want to like stand in solidarity with this, but I'm just not sure about like what this means. Like does this type yeah. of content constitute promo? Like it's, it's not being paid. Like I would never take money from a studio, but I don't know if no. this would cross that line. And so now I'm kind of at a standstill. Isn't, well, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm so stressed the about it. Old, or is that a show that's yeah. like, are you, or are you watching new episodes of that show? No, no, no. It would be the old stuff because I think there's only one season of it still. Older stuff. I don't yeah. see why. I might be wrong, but I'm just confused. I don't know why that would matter if nobody's going to make money off of it that they already made. Like if they already made it, yeah. like if it was made in the past when there wasn't a writer's strike, I don't see why yeah. that particular show would be an issue but for also, you to, I mean, like, unquote, I guess just because you're promoting Netflix then. Yeah. I guess. But like. I don't know. Well, and also too. I don't know I think, if you're going to hear back from SAG because they're I probably don't. getting thousands of emails I know. A day. Well, and they have like a specific um email address for like influencer questions. Oh, um, good. Okay. Good. And like that's their direction on their website is that if you need clarification, email us. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, so maybe they'll yeah. But that's okay. the problem that I'm having is that like I'm out of my depth here, right? Like I don't know shit all right. about Hollywood. <laughs> I don't know anything and you about do a being lot an of live actor. streams like that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I also really love them. Like I really appreciate getting to make that content. Blind things and everything. Yeah. And it's like what happens when how long is this going to go for? I have like, a feeling this is going to be for a long haul too, which sucks. Yeah. I, I'm see, I, my issues with it are 1000% selfish because I'm just so sad about shows that I'm so excited for Same. that I've always looking forward to new seasons. Like I said, I just finished the second season of yellow jackets the other day. Mm -hmm. I am so obsessed with it. It's one of the best shows, I think, at least horror shows that have been made in a very long time. In my yeah. opinion, it's so well done. And I immediately looked up when season three is coming out and they were like, well, we think 2024, but since the strikes now yep. we're thinking late 2024, like almost 2025, if yeah. that, you know, and it's mm -hmm. just like, yeah. It's, it's really i know it's selfish i know first world problems but it's like it's, no i think uh, it's i think it's valid though and also too entertainment like entertainment is a lot is a huge part at least yes. of american culture yes yeah. um and also too i think part. it's probably hitting people a little bit more personally because we just got through all of the production delays from covid and all of the quarantine shutdowns and everything and yes. so like like we were just like, finally yeah yeah for real like fuck you amptp yeah. for not negotiating with sag because like god damn it like we were so close to just having like a small period of I, somewhat normalcy you know it infuriates me that those production companies that are making so much yeah. money cannot mm -hmm. give their employees i mean the actors are their employees essentially yes, yes. they're the people that make them money mm -hmm. and they won't give them what no. they're it's just like incredible to me that's incredible to me yes that the thing that makes they me act, they act like they don't owe them anything yes yes the thing that makes <sighs> me especially angry is that it wasn't even like oh we can't do that but we can offer you this it was just outright like no 
Like just complete rejection. We are refusing to budge on like a bunch of the stuff that SAG was trying to negotiate about. And so it's just really fucking irritating to me that like, did you see the comments that Bob Iger made, the CEO of Disney? Mm-mm. I'm going to look them up right now so I can quote them accurately. But he is getting just dragged right now in the media because he's one of the only CEOs who like actually publicly made a comment about it. And it's not going well for him. Bob Iger, who's the CEO of Disney, appeared on a show, uh, CN- CNBC's Squawk Box. I literally have no idea what that is. <laughs> That sounds cringe. Yes. But one of the comments that he made was that the writers and actors um, are not being realistic with their expectations. And he said, it's very disturbing to me. We've talked about disruptive forces on the business and all the challenges we're facing. The recovery from COVID, which is ongoing, it's not completely back. This is the worst time in the world to add to that disruption. As if it's the actor and writer's fault. Yes, yeah. As like, if it's not- How a- dare you disrupt me right. by wanting a livable Making wage? Making millions of dollars, <laughs> yeah. Like, what a bitch. Like, for well, real, what is wrong with people? my first thought of that is easy for you to say, Bobby. Yes. Like, <laughs> you have no idea what it's yes. like to be a small actor. And I'm so sick of this. It sounds very much like that pull them up by their bootstraps mentality where, yes. like, um, yeah, the A-list actors that are making mm-hmm. millions, they are they're fine because... Yeah. They made, they're that 1% of actors. Like you said, there's thousands of people yep. in this guild. And it seems, it feels very much of the like, well, if they want to be paid more, they need to work harder to make it bigger in Hollywood. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's giving me that mm-hmm. kind of vibe of yeah. like, well, it's not our fault. You're not making a lot of money. Yes. You yeah. need to get better roles. And to do that, you need to work harder, blah, 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 blah. As if actors you know as if jennifer lawrence and i don't know why i keep using her as an example but just she's the first celebrity that comes to mind Uh, maybe because i was watching her hot ones interview the other day yes her hot ones interview is so funny see i love her um was uh what now i lost my train oh sorry You were saying as if Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, as if she didn't go on a million uh, auditions and probably fail as a young actor and stuff. Like, it just gives me that vibe of just like, this isn't our problem. Yes. And it's directly your problem. Mm -hmm. And it's so confusing to me that like, but honestly, on the other hand, are any of us surprised? Because we wouldn't even give fast food workers $15 an hour, which is not Mm -hmm. a livable wage. Like, we don't even want to do that. Yeah. And by the way, fast food workers are the most amazing hardworking workers i think i've ever seen in my entire life yes the they put up with way more shit than they ever fucking should have to also okay side note going through the mcdonald's side drive-thru they Mm -hmm. have that shit down seamlessly Mm -hmm. you are in that drive-thru for 30 seconds you have ordered paid and gotten your food those workers deserve more money than they are making. I don't care how much they're making. And it pisses me off that CEOs Mm -hmm. who are making millions and millions of dollars, some CEOs, yes, work 
hard, have the credentials and whatever, but I don't care sure. what credentials you have. You're not yes. working as hard as fast food workers. No. Also, I said this, it. I don't the, care. Also, too, I think this raises an important conversation about the wage disparity because there's been a lot of commentary about how what's happening right now with all of these strikes and stuff feels a lot like a new Gilded Age where like we're seeing the rise of unions again. We're seeing a lot of yeah. uh, unrest in terms of like workers wanting to take back the means of production and all that kind of stuff, right? And so it's just really important that we acknowledge that people who are, especially people who are billionaires, like there is not an ethical way to make that amount of money. Like there is no like, oh, well, they right. work a lot harder or they no. have a lot more on their shoulders, so they deserve no. that. Like absolutely fucking not. The only way no. that you make that amount of money is by exploiting people and mm -hmm. by violating people's ability to like, because essentially what's happening is like in under a capitalist system, we're all being coerced into selling mm -hmm. our labor and our bodies and our times for the right to live. And people like Bob Iger, who make millions and millions and millions of dollars, are the people who are doing the exploiting, right? Like you shouldn't have mm -hmm. to work that hard or like work extra overtime or like this many hours in order to have the right to just fucking live and like be able to pay your bills, you know? Because that's the other thing. I would say exploitation, like, but also nepotism. <laughs> yeah, that too. But I mean, honestly too, too, like sometimes. the other thing that like really is fucking irritating is that I think for some people like that because you were talking about earlier like Bob Iger the like pull yourself up by your bootstraps thing I think sometimes there is this perception that like of course that's what everybody wants right is to be like Jennifer Lawrence rich and like maybe yeah. they don't like maybe these people are right. perfectly happy to be background actors or to take small right. roles and to, to just make a living or, yes yeah and to just make a living wage that pays their bills that allows them yeah. to live comfortably and that's it, right? Like, that's yeah. good enough for a lot of people. And, like, why right. are people not able to do that? Like, in essence, this is just, like, a regular day job. It's just in a different right. industry, you know? You should right. be able to just exist comfortably without having to try to be Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. And I appreciate that you put it that way because I think a lot of people think of the the SAG as kind of like, oh, cry me a river. All you A-list actors who are making so much money are mm -hmm. mad about this, this, and this. Yeah. And I think it's really important to remember that those actors, for the most part, are on, are, are advocating. Yes. But they're not, it's not about them. It's no. about the the acting the acting world in the entertainment industry is so much yep. bigger than yep. what you see the you see those few people on screen but yes. you don't see all the hundreds of people that it takes to make a movie yes and um, yeah. and I think it's really important to put it that way of like remember that this strike is not for those millionaires that yeah. are on that are make getting Oscars and stuff. Yeah. No, this know? is for like everyday people who just that want to be able to survive and live just comfortably. Just want a one line, that one line role in that TV yes. show they love or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oy. So yeah, that's my rant about the strikes and all of the stuff. Um, selfishly, I'm anxious and frustrated about it, but also yeah, from like, you. uh, you know, principal's point of view yes. obviously i'm really riled up about it because yes. we all know i how think it's I am. also frustrating that this would be such an easy thing to fix yes and it's the people that could fix it right but the people that can fix it are mm -hmm. too selfish yeah they're just too. refusing to so thanks we hate it mm -hmm. yeah we really I hate love that your one. shirt today thank that you that is my favorite color right now and if you're not so watching you on YouTube, Mickey has like a periwinkle. Would you call that periwinkle? It's I like, think it's like a, it's yeah. like a bright periwinkle kind of. Yeah. 
It's like a I'm very with it. bright, purpley, periwinkle color. Yeah. Um, can I just tell you, I have been um, in a hyperfixation with my clothes. <laughs> this is another. Oh. This is another ADHD thing. Oh. Um, I'm like me. very sensitive with like my clothes and like sensory stuff. I really like wearing t-shirts, but I hate feeling like things are choking me. It stresses yeah. me out. Um, sure. And so I wear a lot of tank tops and like low cut stuff. And it really is not like sometimes obviously I do enjoy being like, you know, oh, I look so cute. But a lot of the times yeah. it's just because I like would like to function wearing the least amount of clothing humanly possible that's yes. actually and, <laughs> and like respectful because I just hate it. Um, and there's this boutique yeah. that I found that's based out of Chandler. Um, here in Arizona, and they sell these tank tops that are like so stretchy and soft, and they Ooh. sell them in a bunch of different colors. I love them because also I can wear them without like my bra straps really showing, which is oh, rare yeah, yeah. for me. Um, that's cute as hell. It has become my summer staple. I have one in pink. I have one in orange. I have one in a lighter Ooh. like lilac color. I have like black and gray and a white one and two red ones. I have so many of these. I'm single handedly just... keeping this this boutique in business. I am. So <laughs> so obsessed with periwinkle right now yeah. and i just yeah and that's like my that is totally my color right now well you know speaking of wearing as little clothes as possible i got um nipple covers like the uh fun the, are you just gonna yeah. wear them by themselves or what oh i'm never wearing a bra ever again they really? uh i don't have big enough uh, i have very small titties so I'm why so would jealous. i the only I problem the only problem is that my nipples will show if you know, the yeah. environment's right. My nipples will pop out. And that's embarrassing. Like, for me, I don't yeah. like that. So yeah, I have these little, like, really soft. They're, like... Um, like silicone? They, they do stick. Yeah, but they're silicone and they stick. I like how I'm making the, like, nipple things. This is the but shape they, of my nipple. <laughs> these are the shape of my nipples. But they stick on and then you don't. Yeah. But you can't feel them after that. Like, that's they so stay on nice. all day. And then you don't have to wear a bra with anything. And I have small enough boobs that I'm not self-conscious personally. Not that I mean, if you had big boobs, go up. You could totally wear these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but like, me personally, I have, you know, I, I hate wearing. I hate ever. I will not wear a bra if I don't have to. I'm so and, jealous. Um, so this is, like, the best thing ever. That it's, like, now I can wear whatever and you know <laughs> that's great i can i just okay. tell you if it wasn't as hot here as it was and yeah. i knew that i wouldn't have the boob sweat issue that i know right. i would because i already it's it I was 113 degrees the here the other day sweat. i even wearing a bra have to buy like there's this stuff by a company called mega babe that's it, they call it bust dust but it's like this little like dusty thing all of the plus size influencers yeah. talk about it but it's for your boob sweat and i already have to use that wearing a bra i can't even imagine how sweaty i would be without it gotcha but yeah if I could get away with, first of all, my boobs not wandering off without adult supervision <laughs> out of a bra, and second of all, <laughs> my boobs not wandering. They off. do. They, they just there's. That's I, the funniest thing I've ever heard in my, my entire life. My That's boobs enter a room like five minutes before I do, they, and so I can't just be. It's like a problem. Like the, but, you need a loading bar for yes, entering a room. Because. Yes, but if I could get away with not wearing a bra, I would because they're so uncomfortable comfortable i hate them they're so annoying i'm sorry and i always but you know i always complain of that i wish my boobs were bigger so 
I do, and I, uh, it's, it's just that I take advantage of the of the perks of, for lack as of a better you word, should. of having small poops. Yeah, I think it's very much a grass is greener thing because every person that I've ever met who does have a large bust is like mm-hmm. pining over having smaller ones, and every right. person that I've ever met with a smaller bust is like pining over having big ones. So right, I definitely you know, don't just... want big ones. I don't think see I don't envy that honestly like that does sound it sounds painful and it sounds sweaty Mm -hmm. and so that's okay yeah um but yeah I just wish that like I could fill up an a cup like that would be nice like if I could just like fill an a cup Uh like yeah I would be anyway okay (laughs) speaking of exploiting people to make millions of dollars yay update me hannah i have some jesse lee ward updates um if you guys don't know who jesse lee ward is you need to go back and listen to our jesse lee ward episode because we talked all about Mm -hmm. mlms in an entire episode and i'm not going to rehash it all now because i'm just going to give you some updates on uh what you know we talked about her uh her not getting chemo for her stage four cancer because she is going the natural holistic route which we our conclusion basically was that that's great for you do whatever you want but maybe don't promote that chemo is evil and not and and doesn't work and will just kill you anyway to your two hundred thousand some followers on TikTok. Yeah. Like that's that was our take on it basically. So yeah. anyway, okay, update number one. Actually mm-hmm. most of the updates don't have to do with the cancer, interestingly enough. Oh, okay. But update number one, she is not getting chemo. <laughs> still she last time we talked she was like gonna get another body scan or mm-hmm. whatever and now she's like she claims that she's done all the research she possibly could and that there's no chemo that she wants to do that wouldn't just kill all of the cells in her body anyway and yada 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 she just thinks yeah. that it's uh that it's just poison which to be fair it is uh but it's life-saving and yeah. um it's technically yeah it does kill your good cells too but also it's has saved countless people's lives yes and at least as far as recording now she has still not she has said that she's gone months Mm -hmm. since they told her that that all the doctors and like it's so frustrating because every time she talks about doctors like she hates every doctor she's so mad at every doctor okay and because she's like, because all they do is scare me and tell me I'm going to die, blah, blah. And it's like, they're not trying to scare you. Well, they are trying to scare you, Jesse, <laughs> yeah. because you they're just not telling you what you want to hear. And mm-hmm. it makes you mad because you want them to be like, oh, yeah, coffee enemas will work in place yeah. of chemo. That's and what like, she wants. Won't. And no, they're not going to do it. They want to rattle into your brain that mm-hmm. you are going to die if you do yes. not get chemo. And even with chemo. She's in pretty bad shape is what we understand from what she said of the test results. So that's let's talk about something else. about Jessica Ward, though, because uh, unless you had thoughts on that, sorry. Mm -mm. Yeah. So that's like where it is with the cancer is that it's just like floating. She still says she's she talks about it quite a bit. It does break my heart uh, because she had like this TikTok of her like crying after going to the doctor's office because Mm -hmm. she was like talking about how she has to write her will and everything, which is weird because she's in denial. She keeps telling everybody that she's kicked cancer's ass and that cancer's not going to take her and everything, but she is writing a will, which, but, but of course she's like in the video, she's like, everybody should do this. Don't wait until mm -hmm. this and this and this. And right. Exactly. And it breaks my heart though. Cause you could see like, she is like crying. She's in Mm -hmm. pain. Like it's just, 
a lot of people speculate that she's maybe in a lot more pain than she's letting on. Probably. Um, of course, that's speculation, but I don't know how uh, you couldn't be in pain yeah. going through that. And it breaks. It's just so sad. It's just like. Yeah, that's rough. Girl, <laughs> go fucking get chemo. Mm-hmm. It's going to be too late. There's a past yeah. a point where it's it's too late. Yeah. So, but also too um, like it, again, it's one thing if somebody wants to just say like I'm foregoing chemo, I want to die with dignity, you know, yes. like that's your business. Like that that's is your, your right as a human being. But it's just the the willful denial for me because yes. her telling her platform that like this is the medical choice that I made for me. Right. And like, I'm not saying that anyone else should make this. I think there's still a case to be made about how like, yeah, the behavior that we model is like still important for us to be mindful of as influencers. But like, especially about something that's as big as the way that you want to die. Like, that's her prerogative. But she's just actively denying that chemo is helpful, is life saving, that like, she's not going to die to all of her followers is so, so irresponsible. Oh, that makes seen me so mad. On her TikToks of people also going, saying like, "Oh yeah, I'm looking into this stuff too," or "I was just diagnosed too." And there are people. This is affecting people. She's gonna get someone killed. Oh and it's my god, like, that makes me it, so mad. It's so it's unbelievably upsetting. It would be <sighs> very different if she was uh-huh. saying, "Hey, I'm not going that route, but that's just me. Do not make a decision based on what I'm yes. doing and my body. I still want to share my journey, but go to your doctor and yes. talk to them." Yeah. My god. <sighs> Let's go on to different updates. Okay. So, she she recently went on this podcast. She goes on a lot of podcasts and interviews and stuff for people that uh are fans of her. And she went on this podcast specifically to talk about her relationship with her boyfriend and why they're the perfect example of love and relationships and why they are the epitome and like giving relationship advice to all their followers. Um, So if you don't know the story behind her boyfriend, his name's uh, Avi, he is sitting in this interview and she likes to live stream while she's being interviewed. She'll live stream the podcast she's being interviewed on, on Facebook. So I don't know if that's what it was or if they were recording the podcast, but he never wants to be on camera. He will, but he try, but he'll try to avoid the camera as much as possible because her boyfriend is married and has three children. Sorry, Um, roll that back. He's currently fucking married. As far as we know, as allegedly based on the evidence, again, this is from people that think that call this a fact, but that yes, he is still married and he won't get a divorce. Yes. Is he just estranged from his wife then? No. He cheated on his wife with Jesse, allegedly. This is all alleged, even though I believe it, even though I believe it, it is technically alleged. No. But are he and his wife separated then? Let me just, yeah. Okay, it's sorry. Really ugly. Okay, I'll be patient. no, that's Please okay. No, that's okay. I know it's like really upsetting. They've been together less than a year. It's been like I think ten months or something like that, and they're on this podcast talking <gasps> about giving people relationship advice and communication advice and how Hello? they're just so in love and they're the epitome of perfect relationships. Meanwhile, he has. It's important to mention Aaron B's. And Julie Joe are, uh, they're pretty small YouTubers, so I don't okay. know if they get recommended out to people, but they deserve more recognition because they're great YouTubers. Hmm. They're also anti-MLM YouTubers. And Aaron nice. B's used to be in, used to be in Jesse Lee Ward's downline. 
They were very close. Oh, Aaron no. B used to be very close with Jesse Lee, and she escaped the cult, as uh-huh. she puts it, I believe. Um, wow. But she used to be like one of Jesse Lee Ward's right hand mans. And they had a falling out oh because God. she decided to leave MLMs, and now she makes mm-hmm. anti MLM content. And Jesse wow. is, of course, how she is about that. Yeah. So they live stream. Julie, Joe, and Aaron are friends. They're both anti MLM YouTubers, and they were live streaming uh, to talk about this interview that she did on this podcast about it. So that's how we get it. But they were raising money for, I know it's so confusing for the, her boyfriend with the wife and kids. Okay. So Jesse Lee Ward's boyfriend that is married with the kids, right? Yes. So these anti MLM YouTubers I was just talking about, they were live streaming to raise money for his wife. She has a, she has a GoFundMe set up. Because they're like Orthodox Jew. If they're not, uh, if not, they're like very, very, very serious Jewish okay. religion, right? Uh-huh. I know. This is, I know. It's so, it's so messy. Stop uh-huh. me if you get confused. Uh, but he will not. So they were trying to get separated, but mm-hmm. he will not like do the ceremony that is in Jewish culture to get divorced and to get separated officially. Like they set up the date and she showed up. Allegedly he just bailed and just didn't show up. So he won't, he has no respect (gasps) for her. He won't do anything that she's trying. And the speculation, I, I'm sorry. Do you need a second? (laughs) Hold on. Okay. So I'm aware that in the practice of Orthodox Judaism, there is like I forget. There's there's like a specific series of events. I am not at all versed in like the I details. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, Let but me there look it up, but. there is a specific series of events that are supposed to take place in order to, for like a divorce or separation or something yes. to be like legitimate, right? Can we fact check though? Like, do because obviously like that's important from a cultural point of view, from a religious point of view. But does that prevent? the wife from legally filing for divorce or is it just like like I'm so confused because I'm just I'm mostly I'm just curious about the degree to which he's holding her hostage in this relationship a get a divorce document okay is a document in Jewish religious law which effectuates a divorce between a Jewish couple the term Mm -hmm. is also used to refer to the divorce itself the requirements for a get include that the document be presented by the husband to his wife the essential oh, part of the get is a very okay. short declaration. You are hereby permitted to all men. We won't get into that. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, wow. The effect of the get is to free the woman from the marriage and consequently yeah. she is free to marry another and the laws of adultery no longer apply. The get also returns the wife the legal rights that the husband held in oh. regard to her. So again, this is like orthodox. Oh this is very Oh my god, but still, like that's so strict. fucked up. So he's just disrespecting any of their customs though to free her of this. But um, also if he's the one who's being in their set up like he's the one who's being an adulterer and like clearly does not uh-huh. want to be in this relationship allegedly why won't you <laughs> sorry fucking, well but i mean just like according to jewish law though like having romantic relationship with someone while he's still married in like the jewish yeah. orthodox church that's adultery like that's a sin not in the legal right. sense but i mean like from their that's religious true. point of view if you're that's the one true. who's violating that marriage norm within your culture you don't want to be here so why not just leave then 
that feels like a power thing. So the GoFundMe says, help mom of three stand on her feet. She's mm-hmm. raised $10,500 so far. Oh. Um, that's great. That's nothing for what she probably needs because yeah. I don't think he's helping out, but wow. she said, uh, so the GoFundMe says, hi, we're a group of moms from Los Angeles reaching out to help a friend mom from our community because we are worried she's about to collapse in the unfortunate situation she was forced into this beautiful, strong mom discovered last February that her husband is living with another woman for over nine months. He lied to her and he's building a new life for her. He lied to her. He is building a new life for her, his wife, and their children. I think that's what... I think he was saying that he was building a life for them oh, somewhere. Oh, oh, and oh. all the while he was doing that, he was actually yeah. with wow. her. Um, we are following this story since the other woman is a public figure that knows the delicate situation of her boyfriend, mm-hmm. that he's married, and a father of three little kids who are seven, five, and two, and yet continues to publish on social media her affair with the husband of our dear friend. Wow. This mom stood up on her feet, on, I think they meant feet, and started a new job. But the struggle of raising kids by herself, working, dealing with the social media humiliation Mm -hmm. and standing up for her rights in court is too much to handle. The husband is not paying child support or contributing in any way to help the household. Her husband is, I guess I have to say allegedly, but they're saying is abusing her emotionally and financially. Uh, We are asking for financial support for her so she will be able to get back on her feet feet in the coming months and raise her three beautiful children she is worried she won't be able to pay rent bills food diapers and give the children what they need we see her every day dropping the kids at school taking part in activities having play dates working long hours and doing her best to keep her head up but we see her cry every night there's no resources or family near her to help while the husband has a big family and a wealthy new girlfriend uh that can support the court costs Mm -hmm. so they're saying like yeah she'll support she'll get him lawyers and stuff if he needs it we need to help this mom and her kids to get through the process and give them hope since evil came to their home so reading the gofundme it does allegedly sound like he is not paying child support and that he's being just pretty shitty so they went on this podcast together him and jesse lee and sat down and this girl was i don't think the podcaster knew about the situation or is just a stan of jesse lee so didn't care i have no idea but they're just like talking about how like you just got to love and like blah, blah. The, the whole podcast is sickening. They're like holding hands the whole time. She keeps calling the kids like she's alluded to them being her stepchildren. It's gross. Yeah. It's Whoa. like really weird. Oh. It's so weird. Yeah. It's I my heart just breaks yeah. for the kids because I can't imagine wow. the kids are happy about this. But she like talks about how they're going to get married and how they're all going to live together and they're going to be her kids and blah, 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 blah. Like it's weird. It's like what? evil stepmommy vibes. Yeah. She Ew. hasn't said that out overtly, but you know what I mean? Like she yeah. says things like that. Like she alludes to that kind of stuff. And then if you just watch Yikes. her lives, it's just like the weird jabs that she makes. Like she knows that this is humiliating mm. for the wife. And it's like, she has to rub it in her face. It's That's like, she so makes these very up. small passive aggressive comments mm-hmm. about like, uh, just, kind of a nanny nanny nanner mm-hmm. i stole your husband's like <sighs> it's weird that's and my so understanding is that he was an uber driver and that he picked her up from the airport and that's how they met that it was like a side okay. gig for him. so he was not making that much money and do with that what you do with that what you will so 
Yeah. Okay, wow. that's not even the last update. I have oh one more God. update for you. Okay. So Jesse Lee, like, that's a mess. If you guys want to donate to the GoFundMe, if anybody's really invested in this, like, yeah. um, I f- it feels pretty far removed from us, but I will still link the GoFundMe down below if they if you want. Julie Joe and Aaron Bees have said that they've talked to the family and confirmed that the GoFundMe is legit and everything. Yeah, and I'll link wow. their channels down below too because they're great. So anyway, Jesus. okay. So the last update that too, this happened just this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the funniest thing that's ever happened in my life. I'm so okay. happy that this happened. Jesse Lee Ward went on another podcast. Have you ever heard of the Dream? podcast no okay the podcast apparently this is a sorry the host is uh named jane marie i believe she's won an emmy and she's won a peabody award for her journalism and she has a podcast called the dream and it gets like a million downloads a month right this is a huge podcast must be nice they asked jesse lee if she would come on and be interviewed for this podcast oh no this is an anti-MLM podcast. Did she say yes? And she said yes ah! and didn't figure it out until halfway through the podcast. What? Oh, I've my God. <laughs> I've watched both Aaron and Julie respond to this because, okay, so like I said, Aaron Bees knows Jesse Lee Ward in person. Yeah. And halfway through the interview, so she does say, so like, yeah, I've written a, like, my book's coming out soon. Mm-hmm. I can send you a copy if you want. And like, um, yeah, you know, I've talked on this channel about like the anti MLM side of things a lot. Like she says it very nice. This woman is a A plus professional. She was yeah. so nice to Jesse Lee the whole time. And wow. you can see. Jesse Lee goes from thinking that this is another fan of hers because she thinks everybody wants to lick her butt. She thinks everybody loves her. And she goes from like, and then you just, her face just like on the Uh realization. And we see it because she's live streaming. She's recording this person interviewing her, live streaming it Mm -hmm. on Facebook Live while she's doing it, which whether it's legal in her state or not, that's so disrespectful to do without letting her know. Because yes, Jane Marie has said, no, I didn't know that she was recording me. Oh my God. Yeah, well, that's legal in some places, but it's just so rude, like, to not tell somebody that. Also, that's so so awkward. What the hell? And then she, like, reveals halfway through. She's like, yeah, well, I've talked to Aaron Bees. She says it casually, like, like, yeah, I've talked to Aaron Bees. And Jesse Lee goes, um, and Jesse Lee goes, "Mm, well, was Jesse Lee on the Columbia trip? Because you remember the Columbia trip? She asked Uh her about the Columbia trip. You guys have to go watch this live stream if you want to, because, uh, and you could find it on the their channels because yeah. it is so fucking epic that she confronts her about Columbia. Mm-hmm. She's doing all this from an anti-MLM perspective and Jesse oh doesn't God. realize it until halfway through and everybody's like, well, somebody's getting fired because her assistant probably set her up for that interview. Does she, does she say that or just like her face is kind of no, giving that vibe? No, no. Okay. She didn't I say was that. Like- but we just think somebody's in trouble because Jesse Lee just went on an interview uh-huh. and I'm sure her team was the one that set it up. No. And I'm sorry, but you, oh, you just got caught red handed in your yes. hypocrisy, in your hypocrisy, Jesse Lee, because mm-hmm. she goes on and on about how Aaron B makes all of her living off of making hate videos about her. That is almost verbatim what she said in the podcast to her. And Aaron B just makes her living off of hate videos. She gets views from my, from my face, yada, yada, yada. Aaron B, by okay. the way, reacts to this so maturely. And she's so like, she just tells her to side of the story, but she's so calm, always yeah. wishes her well and everything she 
she's so much more mature and um Jessie Lee always accuses anybody who makes a video on her internet. If she saw our video, she would say that about yeah. us is that, well, we don't know the full story. That's her answer to anybody who accuses her of being a, uh, of ruining a family yeah. is she's like, well, you have no idea what's going on. You don't know the whole rest half of the story. So shut up because you don't know, or us making this video. She's like, you didn't do your research. Anybody who says anything about Columbia, yeah. you didn't do your research. You weren't on the trip. So you don't know yada, yada, yada. This is okay. all. Jesse, this is all shit that came out of your mouth. There's recordings of you talking about the Columbia trip, how torturous it was, and how oh, hard it was. No. And it wasn't until the backlash that you deleted that and then pretended like you never said it. There's recording of this. And then she has the <laughs> no. audacity to get mad that she ended up yeah. on a podcast when she didn't do the research. I Googled the Dream Podcast. The uh -huh. first thing that comes up is that they are it's against, that they talk about anti-MLMs. Oh, wow. The first thing that comes up they couldn't even google the podcast she was gonna be on and apparently then, not okay mickey and then after the show so uh -huh. they hang up they only talk for like a half hour the second they hang up she starts talking to her live stream because her live stream is just fans of her right of just mm -hmm. people that suck up to jesse lee and she's like oh my god they obviously didn't do any research on me and then she just acted like she was just trying to make me look bad she was she okay. was so mad you could tell she was so mad but she was yeah. trying to pretend like she wasn't you know when oh somebody's embarrassed god. but they're trying to pretend yes. like or not the whole thing was such oh man jane marie got some real oh good footage God. for her season of the dream though the first line on google says they're an wow. anti-mlm podcast her assistant because her assistant then because she did ask i'm sorry i'm going so fast you no, guys i'm getting so excited um she asks after they hang up she did her her assistant was in the background and she asked yeah. she was like yeah what did they present that podcast as and she was like, oh, their team just said, like, it was about, like, she just blows over it, uh -huh. you know? And it probably because she doesn't want to get in trouble for the fact. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. you literally, you're an assistant and you didn't Google a podcast? That Apparently you not. <gasps> One wow. of the biggest podcasts. And then said that she has, she says, she tells the host in it that, like, well, you've been manipulated by some bad journalism because all Airbnb does is bad journalism and stuff. And it's like... Aaron B okay. literally only reacts to recordings of things that you have said. What but are you talking about? Also, too, she is, this is just, ugh. like, straight out of the, like, Girl Defined and, like, the Teal Swan and, like, other, like, conservative yes. conspiracy theorist handbook of, like, yes. oh, these people just, like, are so obsessed with me. They just hate me. And, like, no, <laughs> people are making commentary about your very – problematic and like not publicly supported decisions because For you real. did that like, like also too like you don't get to share your life publicly on the internet and make money off of that and then throw a fit anytime that somebody publicly talks about you like that's the nature yeah. of the beast babe that's and how it works everybody and expect everybody to just like fall at your feet and mm -hmm. and feed you grapes with the skin off and fan you like the fact okay <gasps> and not it's how it just works. like she 
Jesse will take any opportunity to brag about how rich she is. That's she takes weird. every single opportunity. She's like, oh, yeah, well, I used to want to live. And I used to live in the big house and have the uh, five cars and own a car dealership. Well, I still own the car dealership, but that's neither here nor there. And now I told, you know, I told boyfriend, okay. like, I just now I'm just happy with the penthouse. Like, I just want the penthouse. And yeah, it's got like all soundproof walls. So I am living in my own little <gasps> world. Like, she goes on about that pretending like with this like faux humbleism mm-hmm. where it's like she's literally just bragging Ew. about how rich she is and it's like so that's weird um so like the the way that she boasts mm-hmm. is very similar to the way trump ba- brags about that. things that he does where he's yeah. just like oh i'm so fantastic and like in this you know she's like yeah well i'm kicking cancer's ass yada 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 even though like she never she just lies <gasps> and lies and lies and lies yeah. and it's it so fascinating like it. to me wow i <laughs> I just like okay. I don't even know how to wrap my head around all of those updates because they all are like not related but they are Sorry. at the same time. I no, know. no, you're fine. God, she sounds unwell. Unhinged. Uh-huh. Wow. Like, it's just wild to me that there's direct or it's very much Colleen Ballinger where there's direct contradictions. Yes. But I didn't that do that. She don't get mad at me. like they don't exist. You guys are so toxic actual, for being upset about the decisions that I made publicly. There's actual footage of her talking about the Columbia trip oh and how bad it was and how she didn't prepare people and how she tricked people. She usually, <gasps> she actually says the word, yeah, I tricked him and then I tricked him again and then I tricked <gasps> him a little more and I was like, oh, oh we were God. two hours in and I was like, oh my God, we had a 15 hours left on this hike and uh, this person doesn't have their diabetes medicine. She actually says that in the live stream that she was talking about Columbia. We have 15 hours left. She actually talks about how she tricked them. And then after that's deleted, she goes back and then she's like, you weren't there. You don't know the waivers we signed. We don't know how blah, blah, blah. You don't know that that whole hike wasn't on hills, blah, 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 blah. Like, okay. it's wild. That's it. Okay. Very, very I'm done. I had to stop. I'm so riled up. <laughs> wow. Thank you for sharing that with me, Hannah. You're welcome for anybody that wanted to just see more. That was intense. Okay, we should probably wrap it up. We've been talking for an hour and a half. Let's stop. (laughs) We have another episode Uh, to record. We sure (laughs) do. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Uh, If you you made it to the end, we appreciate you very much. Yes. (laughs) Please like the podcast Um, on YouTube. Leave us five-star reviews if you like it. Yay. Um, And we will see you next time. All right. right. Bye, everybody. (laughs) Okay, bye.